0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to another week's podcast from WIND, uh, entitled ESG123. Once again, this is Max Kiefer, and I am head of sustainability, host of the podcast. And this week, we are very excited to have Dustin Heiler join us. Uh, Dustin is currently the manager of innovation at Goodwill Industries, uh, also has a very extensive background in embodied carbon sustainability, as well as market strategy from his time at Steelcase. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, and please do tune in for upcoming weeks as well. Hello, Dustin. How's everything going? Hey, Max. It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, our, uh, our pleasure. So this is uh, round three of the WIN podcast, uh, entitled ESG123. Uh, and one of the reasons, uh, not only are you a preeminent scholar in the industry, but also from my, uh, my hometown um i grew up uh back in michigan so i had a place in grand rapids and then correct me if i'm wrong you're now based out of chicago correct yep recently moved to chicago cool nice yeah and i think uh, from a wind perspective really kind of just starting out from an industry perspective to uh, remind our listeners uh wind focuses on indoor air quality monitoring uh, as well as purification technology so In the industry, we get pulled into a a number of different industry groups uh, and organizations. Uh, U.S. Green Building Council is one that we're actively involved in. Uh, We're actually in the net zero accelerator down in Los Angeles, and we're planning for the San Francisco uh, Green Build event here at the end of the year. Uh, But maybe that's a good place to start in terms of being based in Michigan and then now being based in Chicago. What are some of the industry organizations and groups uh, that you're involved in?
1: Yeah, so um, similarly to Max and to Wind I uh, for a while was you know really involved in uh, local chapters and uh, in the national um, you know US Green Building Council. Uh, a lot of the work that I did there was attending and also you know I put together some uh, CEUs, some education units for architects and designers that were focused on sustainability. So um, there's you know one one way to really get involved in at least in the built environment is through through that. And there's other uh, there's other ones as well that are focused on uh, the built environment, like the Living Building Challenge, uh, Living Futures uh, Institute, and um, the other ones that uh, I, I've been a part of in the last few years from like a volunteering perspective was uh, the American Institute of Architects Committee on the Environment. And a lot of communities, at least a lot of mid-sized to larger communities have a uh, AIA committee on the environment chapter. So that's one where it's like it's focused on education, the people that design and build the spaces that we live in from the education perspective. But it's also, um, you know, those chapters can really focus on the local issues that are around built environment and sustainability.
0: Great point. Yeah, and I think AIA has their end of year, uh, their national conference in Chicago, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there. So, yep. one other thing, as we mentioned uh, in the bio, Dustin comes from us from uh, not only goodwill, but then also has a background working in, in uh, market strategy for steel case. Uh, so, I'd say even at wind, we're really trying to get our bearings in terms of embodied carbon in general. Uh, laying the foundation and not only what manufacturing we're doing, but ways that we can improve it. So uh, for listeners maybe new to sustainability or tuning in or tuning in from a, a product and a manufacturing standpoint, uh, could you give us kind of some feedback or takeaways from your time at Steelcase and maybe uh, good places for those individuals to start the process?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, it, embodied carbon is a little bit tricky in the fact that it's, it's not something that you can just um, calculate from your energy bill, like traditional uh, you know, energy use from fossil fuels to light your building and to uh, heat your environment. Um, it's, it's really starting to look at what I would call like full cost accounting for carbon. So how much energy input to the products that you're making or the products that a, uh, you, know, you have in your hands as a consumer, how much energy went into making that? That was powered by fossil fuels and when you ask that question it begs to answer what like what's the full life cycle of that product so where are the materials sourced from how much carbon went into sourcing materials from that how much transportation did it take to get it to a processing plant or smelter um you know a refinery a, a melt uh, uh, a manufacturing plant and all the way to the commerce of how it ends up in your hands. Like, what's the car? What's the embodied carbon? Um, and while you're on that path, it also kind of makes sense to think about uh, what's the what's the end of life? What's the next generation of uh, impacts that are going to uh, take place from the disposal of that product?
0: That's a great point, yeah it, it brings you back to so Dustin and I connected in my CBRE days. Uh, I was working in construction management. Uh, And it was really kind of eye-opening in terms of how we were building out projects. So a thank you to Dustin and Steelcase to even educating our teams internally. Uh, We're doing a lot of commercial interiors build-outs at the the time, but really kind of changed our entire thought process of what products we're putting into those uh, projects. So it's uh, another nice segue here, I guess, from your old uh, company to the new one. Uh, So from moving from Steelcase, now you're at Goodwill, uh, manager of innovation, uh, I, just in connecting with you, have a, a good understanding of, of why you made the move and why you're excited about it. But can you talk a little bit more about what your day-to-day is at, at Goodwill and what drew you over uh, to Goodwill and where you see it kind of moving in the in the future?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, obviously, I have a lot of great experiences at, at Steelcase and the work the built environment. Um, I had the great opportunity to see the full span of operations from manufacturing plants to how products are designed and how sustainability fits into that to the product marketing teams uh, communicating what went into the uh, the thoughtfulness of how those products were put together and I also had a great opportunity to connect with lots of large corporations that were much larger than uh, steelcase um, that were our customers uh, and in that sense you know I was working with our account teams to figure out how do we partner. With those big organizations to be complementary to our sustainability goals and really help to catalyze the efforts that we we're putting together. Um, so there was a lot of great stuff there, but you know, after a while, like everyone really starts to think about what's next for my career. And after ten years there, I asked myself, what do I really want to focus on? Um, because the field of sustainability is extremely broad, as as, as you know, Max. It's uh, you could be anything from a sustainable gardener to a sustainable uh, a real estate manager to a, uh, a, a marine biologist trying to um, get coral to come back to, uh, to, to the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so for me, the, the thing that was really interesting and I wanted to really f- focus most of my energy on was the innovation piece. Um, I wanted to think about you know what's next for sustainability? What are the problems that I have not yet been solved um that need business vernacular around so that they're not just crazy ideas but they have a financial model they've got support and they have a a a solid process to pilot something that could scale you know across the country across the world
0: makes sense you know it's uh very exciting to say the least and and i think one of the other reasons that I uh, was interested in, in reconnecting and bringing you onto the podcast is even internal, we're trying to figure out, you know, what is the, the life cycle analysis of our products? And then how can we reposition, repurpose them uh, after, uh, let's say, they, they've been out in the field for a number of years. So uh, I think that it, kind of in closing, there's a couple things there is one, how individuals or other companies can, can help you out in your efforts uh, at Goodwill. And then kind of closing where we started off, I I know you're very involved in the Michigan Center for Economic Innovation. Uh, So if you could just kind of give an overview of of what our listeners can do, or maybe sites that they can go to, uh, ways that they can help you out in your causes and in your journey as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll I'll continue on one more point. One of the things I was really excited about my move to uh, Goodwill Industries International is that, um, you know, a lot of the... Anything really that I help to pilot and prove out to be successful um, has a very clear environmental and social story behind it. So that's something that's sometimes very difficult to do in um, you know in a, in a corporate environment. It's not to say that it can't be done, but sometimes the sustainability solution is very focused on carbon or it's very focused on uh, reduction in waste, but there's not always the human side of it. But because Goodwill is deployed in thousands of communities across uh, the United States and Canada, they have mission career centers, um, upskilling uh, programs, reentry programs. So all, any extra revenue that our programs help to generate for the network or any uh, business vernacular we can add into local career centers helps... That much more people get into jobs, into meaningful careers and work. So um, that's something that that's really interesting. I think that's something that even I really only knew at a surface level before I started my work here. Um, is I guess the kind of the uh, extrapolated um, extra impact, and it can, you know mm-hmm. it's not to say that like every single piece of uh, you know donated goods ends up in on the retail floor, but um, it's, it's really uh, interesting to see how um, you know, goodwills act as like a resource recycler in their community for so many things that people don't know what to do with. Um, and one of the uh, reasons that you know, I started up um, a transition to the Michigan Center for Economic Innovation, um, that was something that uh, myself and a handful of uh, close network colleagues and friends, we got together and said, hey, you know, we're not uh, retirement age. We're not um, you know, uh, wealthy millionaires, but we can still do something to help our local community because there's a lot of opportunities to help those that um, are, are struggling, especially coming out of 2020, coming out of 2021 pandemic. So it was really just a group of folks that said, like, we give a damn and like, what can we do now that can help the, the, the future of resiliency within our community. So the focus for that right now is very focused on West Michigan, uh, kind of where my, my second home still is at. Um, but our efforts right now are scaling up to get local partners, so experts in their respective fields of finance, um, uh, legal, uh, all, all the things that really uh, required, are required and essential to keep a business afloat. And we're trying to deploy those local skills to um, struggling or disadvantaged business owners to build up the um, economic
0: and, and social wealth in the community. Very nice. Yes. And uh, great information. Thank you. I knew we wanted to have you on the podcast uh, for a reason. Don't take it personally. It wasn't the first couple of weeks, but uh, Dustin, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, for joining us this week. We'll make sure uh, that everyone has Dustin's contact information and uh, please tune in uh, next uh, podcast we have is uh, next week. Uh, we're joined by uh, Keena David over at BCCI construction. Uh, and then another thank you uh, to Dustin. Thank you again. And, and we'll see you uh, out in Chicago at the end of the year. Dustin.
1: All right. Thank you, Max. Okay. Thank
0: you.